Exciting news today. We are joined by Metaverse Ryan. Metaverse Ryan, introduce yourself. Uh, my name is David Ryan Cunningham. Thank you, Metaverse Ryan. Ugh. Yes, Metaverse Ryan is the worst, second only to real life Ryan. Um, we actually came upon a great opportunity. We've actually turned Ryan into a digital entity. Um, so for the rest of this podcast, anytime you hear Ryan's voice, it might come off a little weird. And at times he might laugh at the wrong things, but that's purely because Jeff Zuckerberg hasn't been able to really quite develop the technology yet. So, um, metaverse Ryan, you got something to say? I bet you Patrick Swayze's balls are tingling just a little bit. Okay. Completely off topic, but thanks metaverse Ryan. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, I have I missed you. I can't wait till he figures it out so he can rate me <laughs> in the verse. <laughs> the metaverse. Oh my god, dude. Yep. We did it. <laughs> man, we got a lot to talk about today. A lot is happening in the world since I've been gone. <laughs> yeah. See uh, what happens? You left and, and Ukraine. World War Three is about to happen. I don't know if you can call it World War Three, a minor incursion. A minor a minor influx of Russians into Ukraine. Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing but a bunch of like people at a treatment center turning on the news and be like, the United States is now on the verge of war. Like, oh, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, dude. How much fucking IRR time am I going to have when I get out? <laughs> uh, I don't think Ukraine needs any of our help, though. They are doing just fine. Um, best of luck out there, guys and, and gals. Um we should be able to help out a lot more like monetarily or with supplies, but it's, uh, uh, man, you yeah, know, I, yeah, uh, yep. I don't think, uh, I don't think they want or need the physical help though, especially, uh, you Chet five, two, nine, um, with your banner of send me in and I will destroy everything with your diabetes. <laughs> like, there, there are a lot of angry dudes that want to fight. And it's just like, all right, go ahead, go, go. Yeah. <laughs> See what you've been missing out on. Now, now's the time. Yeah. Now you want to fight. You're a fucking idiot. You should have went on our wars because now you're going to get artillery and you're going to be fighting tank regiments. <laughs> I mean, they're not good, but no. they're tanks. They're tanks, dude. They're fucking tanks. <laughs> I saw a video of a Ukrainian squad, AT squad. Yeah. Like they look fucking good, man. Like yeah. super, like all their, Straps are tucked in, and like their uniforms are really squared away. All their yeah. eye facts and stuff, like they look good. And their movement, the contact, they take contact, they get down, like not panicking. Yeah, they, shout out the tenth group. They look, they look great. Yeah, and they're, but they're, they're carrying those fucking AT yeah. shit to go fire them at tanks. Yeah. It's not like they're going to breach a fucking shit wall. Who would do that? Uh, Who would try to breach a mud wall? With fucking anti-tank rap. Hey, man. <laughs> we would. Yeah. As a 240 shooting at a village. I remember that. Hey, uh, that was RPG my- gunner. Yes. Oh, my God. The ISR footage. <laughs> right over. RPG. <laughs> Bro, we're fucking 100 feet away. <laughs> the worst Michael Bay action sequence. 
Oh, you man. never pay to see, but it was wonderful. That he was he was a, a gem if there ever was one. Uh wherever you are, RPG guy, peace be with you. Maybe. Who knows? <laughs> I haven't I haven't heard anything about <laughs> Afghanistan. His Instagram has gone quiet, but I'll never forget what he said to me that day. RPG, yes. <laughs> 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 you missed, dude. <laughs> but then, with all the confidence, oh yeah, of the entire world, he turns around. Yeah, like, like straight out of a movie. Yeah, nailed it. Thumbs dude. up, dude. No, no, you shut that fucking thing way off. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh. you don't have to carry it anymore. That was probably what you're fucking excited about, right? <laughs> I get to shoot this shit two minutes in. <laughs> All right. Yeah. And he promptly went to sleep. <laughs> yeah. First compound. There's a room with a TV. Didn't even finish clearing the house. Uh, I'll miss that chubby guy. Oh, Paul's well with him. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> but uh, yeah, there's there's a lot of outcry from um, guys that want to fight that want to be part. And I understand oh, for sure. Um, for sure. Understand it. Like yeah. I would love to help out Ukraine any way I could. Um, but I'm not going to physically put myself in danger in another nation's conflict. That doesn't mean I don't feel like Russia's a fucking cunt. Yeah. At the moment. Bro, you're dick. dude. <laughs> Putin, you suck, dude. It, no matter what, because the propaganda is crazy on both sides. Holy shit. It is, it is wild. But if we break it down to the, its base, yeah, is that one nation forcefully entered another sovereign nation. That's rape. That, so that, like, no matter what, There's no excusing what that. you're going to say with what's going on, that happened. Yeah. So that, and that's not supposed to happen. So you're a dickhead. <laughs> yeah. And then... All the atrocities that go along with it, and then uh, the weird propaganda that they're spreading. It's so, it's not even good. It's laughable. Like, they they actually um, hit a hospital, and a lady was evacuating the maternity ward, and she's coming down the stairs, and, like, it's a very shocking image. The lady's all fucked up. Like, clearly, you can see she's pregnant. Anybody in the world is like, holy fucking shit. Like, instantly empathy instantly feeling like oh fuck like this is the cost of war and russia's propaganda machine is like this is child actress yeah what the fuck <laughs> it's wild yeah it's yeah. it has worked yeah. now it's it's even worked here <laughs> oh fuck yeah dude, dude. rt news dude yeah. this shit would circulate like the oh, yeah. q anon oh my god yeah like guys you, you... yeah I mean, they it may bring up good points and conversations we probably should be having. Yeah. Conversations. Exactly. Not like just yelling at each other. Just send me all your uh, fucking yeah, dude. So your memes. <laughs> <laughs> right. What's that, Ryan? Oh, no. <laughs> Shit, that makes no sense. Anyways. God. God. Metaverse, Ryan, you're the worst. Zuckerberg, why? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> But at least there's hope. Um, they are getting dicked down right now, though. Yeah, it's it. At first, the destruction of what we were allowed to see. Yeah, it, it didn't seem that much, and they like casualties are horrible. Yeah, but the amount that they were reporting sounded like it was pretty precision strikes. But now it it looks fucking 
Yeah. Pretty gnarly. Like just everything's getting. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I'm going to fucking, I'm going to twist your nipples. With those pair of pliers. I got a fidget. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do think that there's room for um, donations and how you can turn that anger and, and support the people. There's plenty of organizations but screaming into the 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 vastness of social media, how you would go there and kick so much ass, isn't doing anything. And the larger, uh, a lot of the real reports from people in the ground say, like, hey, if you have medical capabilities, if you are a specialty MOS, fuck yes, yeah, combat veteran, yes, because if you're not or you're not trained, yeah, you're just going to get in the way. There's already a language barrier, which exactly. is going to be. Huge, yeah, fucking absolutely huge. So you have no tactical sense whatsoever, dude. Don't. Yeah, it's just. But if you want to help and have a physical, tangible, like, like fuck, I'm doing something to help out. Like, start doing the research. There's tons of ways you can get involved and help out. Like, look, getting in a plane and pretending that you're fucking Chuck Norris is not the way. But doing your research and donating money or sending goods. Uh, I know they need medical supplies, anything like that. Um, you can still have that, that feeling of like, fuck, I'm doing something good. What you can, what you can. Um, but yeah, realistically, yeah. And if you're a Chuck Norris, you want to go over there, fucking go ahead, man. Yeah. It's, it's going to be different yeah. that I can't even imagine that scale. Like you're up, you're going to be getting artied. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Artie. <laughs> like. Entire grid squares. Bro, Artie. <laughs> with tank regiments and divisions yeah. rolling in. Yeah, one and, more one more thing that was really stupid that I want to. And who who has air spirit, yeah. Artie? I don't know. Yeah. Their fucking helicopters getting shot out of the sky, dude. Yeah. What the fuck? Dude. Like that, that's like you once in a blue moon, you'd hear that for our ops, like a lucky RPG shot. Yeah. I'm, you're seeing Russian helicopters get shot out of the fucking sky by stingers. Bro, remember when bacon went down? That was huge. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. By yeah. <laughs> <Like> breakfast bacon. <laughs> That's what you meant. <laughs> breakfast bacon always went down <laughs> for breakfast. But, <laughs> the, it, and our government's uh, lack of understanding of what what is suitable help like, <laughs> or, or maybe they do have it and what we're getting fed. Yeah, uh, dude it is. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Vaccine because that, how far do you toe the line to not escalate this? Yeah. Cause you're, he's, you're going to back him all the way into a corner. Nuclear strike. Like, yeah. Or, or the next thing could be fucking biological. Yeah. It would be horrible. Chemical. Like, then do we, we don't want to, do we want to push them to that point so we can get rid of them? But just, it'd fuck like, yeah, dude, that would just be horrible. And it already yeah. is horrible. It's just going to create more chaos. Yeah. But for our congressmen and women to tweet things like send them the A-10, like you idiots. Yeah. You come on. That's fucked yeah. too. Cause you're yeah. just. What was the purpose of that tweet? It's just so dumb. You know? And the base is just like, yeah, fuck yeah, send the A-10. Come on. Are you just trying to drum up 
yeah. support yeah. From, from your base by sending out fucking tweets that yeah. have no weight behind them. Exactly. Real weight, but they are going to cause issues. With- yeah. <laughs> no, we're not sending A-10s <laughs> to Ukraine. Unless there's American troops yeah. that they're supporting. Yeah. Which would be World War Three. Yeah. The, and people are bitching about five dollars a gallon for gas now. You know, it fucking oh, be, dude. It, yeah. Everything would be everything is fucking getting pretty oh, rough. Yeah. It's pretty and, like things are kind of fucked up, right? Yeah. <laughs> right now more than ever, people need the Security Hot podcast. Yeah. Not so much for the ten percent knowledge, but for the poop and cum jokes. Yeah. That's what's really saving America. Because I can't eat chicken wings anymore. <laughs> but you can definitely listen to some poop and cum jokes. <laughs> yeah. I have to fill my tummy on that. <laughs> Fuck you, Ryan. <laughs> oh, yeah. Politics is getting crazy. Yeah. But in good news, I would like to share my journey in the last few months Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been a it's been a remarkable. Oh yeah, we got to can't solve world's crisis right now, <laughs> and I don't want to rub it in people's nose that I was able to pivot from a gas vehicle into my. Oh, bro, you read the you knew oh, the future. Dude, I more than ever, I've learned the- to listen to my gut. That this this entire journey. Has taught me one thing. You, you couldn't have you pick. You couldn't have picked the better time. Yeah. Between the price increase from supply. Yeah. Them paying you that much money for your fucking diesel truck. Yeah. And then having this shit happen. Yeah. You don't. You don't even go to gas stations. Well, no, I do. But now I just do it to like be a dick. Oh. <laughs> How much you pay for that? I just pull up and take a spot at yeah. the pump. Yeah, yeah. And then I get out. Oh man. I- Got to fill up a fuel. Oh, jeez. Does, does it cost money for charging stations? Uh, a few bucks, but I don't really need them unless I'm like traveling, doing the like big road trips. Just come back. Fuck. Yeah. And I, the most amazing thing is my next door neighbor, he's senile. So I installed my Tesla charger in his garage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm not even like, I'm not even dealing with high electricity bill. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What are you doing, Walter? This is my house. <laughs> Walter, go back upstairs. <laughs> That'd be so funny. Go to your room. <laughs> All right. <Yeah. laughs> Anywho. I'll bring your applesauce later. <laughs> you making tapioca? No. No. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so recently I took a little trip to a VA. Treatment Center, codenamed the STAR Program. Oh, shit. No, it doesn't go in outer space, but um, it's a polytrauma and TBI-specific treatment center nestled in a beautiful neighborhood in Richmond, Virginia, um, with quite possibly the world's best staff. Um, You remember the kid from Doogie Howser? Yeah. Well, he's a grown-up adult now, and he's also a doctor. And that's where he works. Are you serious? No. Fuck you. <laughs> that God, was an actor. Every time, dude. Where's Ryan? <laughs> he would he would have known better. <laughs> Ryan, what do you got to say about that joke? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll take it. <laughs> God damn it. I just... <laughs> tell me more, Denny. <laughs> oh, 
I uh, I can only describe the experience of, as being absolutely life changing in so many ways. I, I know that before the before the experience, before going there, we were already, and by we, I mean myself, and my wife. We were already like seeing a lot of good differences from uh, my treatment and what I went through in Laurel Ridge, which I've yet to talk about now, but uh, I'll talk about that in a future episode. That's a little more raw. It's a, yeah. yeah. Laurel Ridge is a whole different type of experience. Yeah. You know, you're not allowed to have shoelaces. <laughs> you can have a lot of things at Laurel Ridge, yeah. but I, <laughs> I digress. Yeah. The star program uh, from the moment I'm literally from the moment I walked in, uh, it was like, Holy shit. This is like the missing piece. The nurses there are unbelievably dedicated to their patients and they are, they go above and beyond Um, just phenomenal human beings from understanding what you're going through, knowing your meds, knowing what you like. (laughs) Like it's, it's one of those things, especially like with the COVID environment we're dealing with where you couldn't go out and get groceries, like having to figure out that stuff. Um, the nursing staff would be like, Hey, I'll, I'll pick up coffee creamer or, Oh, Denny, I know you like blackberries. I'll, I'll, I'll get that for you. And it's like, what, what the yeah, fuck? Like this is awesome. Awesome treatment. And you're there with, there's two categories. There's P trip, which is for the more in, intensive, um, brain injury. And then you have the star patients, which are, you know, still have a lot of serious injuries, but they're more, um, on their own. They're able to cook for themselves. They're able to do a lot of stuff for themselves. And everybody there is on that on that line of like, I'm about to leave. I'm about to transition. There was nobody there that was like, oh, no, as soon as I'm done with this treatment, I'm going to go back and uh, continue, which to me is like. With service. Yeah. Like we should have that made available for guys that are going to continue. It's like a an oil change or a pit stop. Yeah. Come here midway through your career, address all the damage you've gone through. And then get you back in the fight. But instead, it's it's guys like myself that waited to the very end. They couldn't go any longer and are dealing with a lot of issues. All of it. Yeah. <laughs> At once. At once. And yeah. it's like, it was like, oh, uh, do you deal with uh, insomnia? Yep. Do you have uh, issues with PTSD? Yep. Anxiety? Yep. Depression? Yep. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, does your body hurt all the time constantly at a 10? My feet hurt. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the the other thing that I was kind of more hesitant about and, and for a long time I struggled with admitting to myself was like cognitively I knew there was an issue, I knew there was a problem and I had addressed it to a certain point, but there was a lot more going on in that side of the house that I hadn't told anybody or the balance issues like, you know, I I love my wife and she's put like, and you know, you can see around the house, like she's put a lot of night lights around because like I will fall down or like misstep judge uh, steps around the house all the time. And Damn. I didn't want to admit all the ways that I felt a cognitive or like mental decline in those areas. Fuck, like, dude. Fuck, like what's going on? We got to get you a life alert. <laughs> I actually have one. Nice. Good. Seriously. I mean, I'm joking, but fuck. That's dan- like, no, seriously false. Yeah. Like- yeah. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. But those are the things that they address like a hundred percent. Everything that you 
might be scared to talk about at home, yeah. they're going to get out of you. They're going to get you to talk about that stuff so they can work on it and get it better. Um, like even stairs, there's, there's, these fucking stairs in my house get me all well, the time. They're fucking pretty gnarly, dude. <laughs> it's like Castlevania in this house. Yeah, yeah. Super tight, <laughs> super tight twist. Lord Dracula's here. Yeah, Nosferatu, dude. <laughs> but uh, everybody, and I, I've... I've got to I got to take a minute and just share um, each specialist. You have OT with Mallory, uh, who is like the sweetest. What is, what is OT? Occupational therapy. She does all your CBTI stuff too. Like she is. Is that for insomnia? Insomnia, yeah. Cognitive behavioral therapy for insomnia. Like she will sit there and look at how you process everything. I'm talking about like opening and following instructions to put your medicines in a pill box. Yeah. Like, which I thought I was like, huh, I can do this all day. And then she's like, okay, explain to me the process as to why you put all four of these in the same day. And I was like, uh, what, what? what do you mean? <laughs> Did I read it wrong? What? But like so non judgmental and always super like, she's the first person to come in and see how you're doing. And if you're, we never want to admit that we're afraid to bring stuff up to a provider, but in our careers, we've always been like, uh, I don't want to bug the doctor. I don't want to, she'll be like, Hey, wh- what do you need? I'm of service to you. Like, how can I help you still do that? Yeah. Yeah. It's nuts. Yeah. I'll go in for something. I'm like, yeah. yeah, I fucking brought it up. And yeah. you'd be like, Oh, anything else? And I'm like, oh, no. no, I'm not going to know about that. Or but she knows that about us yeah. and she taps into that and yeah. she is immediately on it. And then you have, um, you got KT, which is like the, like your trainers. You got Carlos and I forget the other name of the cup, couple other providers there, but the dude looks like he is like a D one linebacker, linebacker coach. And he's like super gentle, understanding that like nothing, you always want to push through pain always. And they'll huh. be the first ones to tell you, Hey dude, you're, you got to go and just barely touch that pain. And then that's it. Don't continue to push. Like you're here because you push past pain all the time. <laughs> like You're not here to that. Yeah. Like, and like the first time you're like working out, you're oh, like, is that oh. not normal? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, normally I do 45 pounds on that. And then 75 is like, okay, well, I want you to take these 10 pound weights and do this motion for 15 reps. And at 15, I'm dying. It's like, it's like, yeah, I'm making you do for uh, making you do exercises in the correct form that are going to show me the weaknesses. And it's like, fuck everything. All, all the workouts you see on Instagram that all these uh, girls do, like all the kickbacks and lunges and band workouts, you always joke about them. Always make fun of that. That's literally the first assessment. And I failed every single test. Like, yeah, dude, you got to work on your booty. Yeah, dude, uh, booty gains for sure. Yeah, hip thrusts. <laughs> Tons of hip thrusts. Dude, yes! So weak. Yeah. Glutes don't work. Um, I'll work them. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm about to put some work in. Beat those cheeks. <laughs> oh, Ryan's excited. Oh, no. <laughs> but, uh... That's awesome. That's yeah. fucking badass. Just insane care. And then... You got PT, the Wonder Twins, uh, JC and Dan, 
And again, God, shut- they all have cool nicknames. They're so cool. It's like American gladiators, but like loving and caring providers. What the like, fuck? It, they're the best. And like Dan um, would do everything he could to help with my my um, my feet because I've had two failed surgeries. Till today, I'm still in fuck, insane dude. pain. And he's like, we'll try this. We'll try this. We'll try this. And was never like disheartened when one thing didn't work yeah. and like would continue and like would dry needle everything dry needle my dry needled my jaw like holy fuck yeah because because you're tense yeah because i grind and i tense my jaw at night yeah. and it locks and then like i won't be able to open my mouth do you have a night guard no no that's that that's a big thing it especially active duty guys go to fucking dental and then get fitted that shit's expensive as fuck, civilian side. Yeah. But go, you can go get it. Say, I am grinding my teeth at night. Yeah. And it helps a lot. Dude, it was so bad. The first time he um, did the dry needling in my jaw, like he was like, I can't even get the needle in there. Jesus, dude. And uh, then it got so tight that he's like, there's only one way of doing this. And I was like, what? I got to go inside your mouth. My man gloved up went inside my mouth to massage the muscles in my jaw. That's how dedicated this dude was to making sure like I would get better. Like that's, I don't, I don't see that anywhere else. Like I've never seen that, never experienced that. The dedication to just be like, whatever, I'm going to put my hand in your mouth and massage your jaw muscle. And he's not even a doctor. I just met him outside. (laughs) Oh shit, dude! (laughs) No, Dan, uh, if you're hearing this, thank you so much for everything. And JC, same thing. (laughs) Um, Just insane level of care would explain everything thoroughly. And JC was just the same way. Just everything from uh, doing like the the fashion, the scraping you see a lot. Oh fuck, like that shit hurts, but it works. And he's like. He was able to identify like, hey, you realize like part of your, your quadricep doesn't even fire at all. I'm like, what do you mean? It's a leg muscle right there. Leg muscle here. Like, yeah. it's like, no, look, this here on the inside should be firing too. And I'm like, uh, it's the same thing. It's like, no, you freaking idiot. Like, there's a different muscle that just is completely bypassed and just is not working anymore. I'm like, huh, I'm, I'm completely not in tune with my own body. Is that is that bad? Incredibly bad. Oh, okay. okay. So then, like, we're like doing these targeting exercises on. Uh, Could you massage my mouth again? <laughs> well, that's funny because Dan would come in, massage my mouth. Jay Z, I have to come in your mouth. Activate. <laughs> glove or no glove? But no now glove. you can tell me. What you, yeah. Tell everyone that yeah. you did um, get an erection. I did. <laughs> so hard. Yeah. <laughs> He brushed up against it with his elbow. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, the best part, though, they put a tense unit on to stimulate the muscle. And we finally finally got it to to fire. (laughs) It's like like, the smallest amount of movement. I'm like, it's not dead. Yeah. But on the the outside part, it's like, firing crazy like yeah yeah and he's like that's not normal i'm like i don't know what normal is yeah what the fuck dude i my leg doesn't work 
part of my muscle doesn't work. What do you mean it doesn't work? It's it's there. I don't know. Yeah, what the fuck, dude? Shouldn't it be like turning oh, green? Yeah. Stink like cheese. <laughs> oh, and you got a uh, vision. Uh, Karen, just absolute saint. That there, if there was ever been one, just the sweetest, sweetest professional. Um, it's so dumb. I go there. I'm like, yeah, I have migraines and it hurts when I, you know, I'm around this type of light. And she's like, and what do you do about it? I'm like, I just suffer. Yeah, same. <laughs> Dude, my fucking wife, she's, this is a nursing thing, right? I'm like, fuck, man, I have a headache. Or like, this fucking hurts. Yeah. Did you take Tylenol? No. <laughs> fucker, I take, oh, you take Tylenol and then it feels better. <laughs> It's weird, dude. Dude, I had a migraine the first night yeah, there. And you're just going to... And I didn't say anything. I was like, I don't, I'm not going to say anything because I, I don't have water. anything. Drink more water. Yeah. So I go to the nurse station and uh, that next morning, like, hey, how's your pain level? Like, yeah, got a migraine. He's like, oh, did you take something for it? No. <laughs> They're like, would you like something? Yes. Is there, so- there is something there for is this? something. Holy fuck, dude. <laughs> Kept coming in and out of sleep, like it'll go away. <laughs> but it's it's fucking absolutely normal. I do yeah. it all the time. Still, yeah. After going and asking for help, still catch myself not talking about issues. Yeah. And what we were talking about earlier off podcast is is being honest. Yes. With your providers about how you're feeling, how medication's making you feel, like everything about your bodily functions. They yeah. need to know. To adjust, and they want to know because there's no machine. There's no fucking job. (laughs) There's nothing (laughs) that they can plug uh, onto you, and it'll it'll feed out. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. (laughs) all right. Let me download the schematics. All right, you have to talk to them. Yeah, if you're antidepressants, uh, having are having like you know you can't sleep or making you feel some type of way, go talk to your doctor and tell them. Yeah, that's how you get switched to another med, and you try it's a trial. An error and like it's and there's, and there's nothing yeah. wrong with that either. Nothing I, at they, all. They they seemed pretty um hesitant, like with talking about a new medication or bumping up doses. Yeah. Because I, I guess and I would take it that way a little bit and then try to steer away from it is like, oh man, like I'm all fucked up. No, you just you gotta find what works for you. Yeah. You don't you don't have to feel bad about it. Like just you're there to get help. Yeah. I understand that feeling though. Oh yeah. Cause then you're like, Oh my God. Like I open my pill. Cause I have my pill medic, my little yeah. fucking thing. Cause I'll forget my medications all fucking time. Um, and there's a lot in there. Yeah. It's like, sometimes like, like, Oh man, but they help. Exactly. So like, if it helps. Yeah. And that's the other thing. Um, like talking to Karen and having her like go through the entire, like, cause one of my other bigger issues was like, I don't know why my left eye, doesn't focus like my right eye. I don't know why the left eye is still so bad. Yeah. And being able to like, cause you go through explaining it to everybody and people don't see that. They don't acknowledge it. They're like, Oh, whatever. And like, we'll put a prism in it. But to finally have somebody that acknowledges it and sees like, that's a valid complaint. I see the issue in your eye. I acknowledge that. Yeah. It's just like, fuck, thank God. Finally. Validation. Yeah, and the, the other crazy thing was, like, she'd put me in front of a board, and it's like, okay, I want you to take two markers and then go straight up and do circles. And, like, my left hand, every single time, would be, like, 
way off and the circles on the right hand super smooth and like seriously like all fucked up and i'm like everything is fucked up on the left side of my body like yeah. left knee my left shoulder's worse my left hand's the only one that hurts and shows arthritis and it's like fuck like it's so weird my right side yeah <laughs> yeah ankle hip shoulder and it's so it's how one thing like throws everything off <clears throat> but then the other beautiful thing is a lot of times I would wear my computer glasses a lot more through throughout the day. Like it just felt like it was a nicer shade. I don't know. I didn't know what to say. Um, to describe cool. it. it. It just left it on. I'm like, oh, it just feels a little better. And then I go there and she's having me try on all these different lenses. And I'm like, oh, okay, I don't know why. Like, like, and I put these light blue on and open my eyes and I look, I'm like, holy shit, this feels so good. And every time you have like, anytime she'd like have like, or hear you have a little breakup moment, she'd be like, uh-huh. <laughs> like, yeah. She's, and then she'd be like, you want to know why? And I'm like, yeah, tell me. It was like that tint was specifically made for guys with like TBIs, like specifically uh-huh. like, and it, I was like, how can I get these? I'm like, you can only get them from us. And I'm like, oh, like a good drug pusher. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh-huh. but it was so funny. That specific tint, that specific shade of blue was what most guys went in there and picked. And it was just like, and you don't have to wear it the in, like all day, every day. But when I'm on my computer and I'm, I'm doing a lot of work writing, uh, throw those bad boys on. If I'm in bad lighting, throw them on. And uh, I would wear them like still like all day yesterday I was wearing them. And it just feels a lot better. It blocks off that... uh whatever spectrum of light uh, acts and makes us react different way. It makes us feel. Huh. The, yeah. So wow. it was insanely beneficial to have gone there and been able to talk to her and then realize the other things. Like she gave me some more resources on different types of meditation to actually help my peripheral vision. Cause that was the other thing that she was like trying to work with me on was peripheral visions, like really bad, like just walking around and like, you put two baskets to your left and your right and you just try to toss, you know, these little bean bags in and try to make it and left sides like always way off. Oh, it's shit. like, fuck, like what is it? And it's just, well, it's you're the- a velociraptor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's always comes from the front, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, and then you have, uh, Cynthia and Sharon who are the, uh, vocational rehab, which I went there super scared super scared of vocational rehab because every time we do that stuff at work with those disc assessments, you want those assessments to reinforce that you're meant to be there. Yeah. That the only job you could ever be good for is that, um, green beret job. You're like, Oh, that's, that's your, that's the one thing I want to do for the rest of my life. 32 plus years. That's going to be me. Well, and it's, I am a green beret. Exactly. Not like I do green beret. I do yeah. green beret. I, I do green beret. <laughs> I am green beret. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember telling her, I'm like, hey, I'm here, completely open, completely honest. If that test tells me that I am best suited to be a pottery teacher in New Mexico, then <laughs> that's what I'm going to do. Like tur- turquoise? <laughs> turquoise. I love turquoise. Hey? <laughs> Perfect. Topaz and turquoise. Oh, yeah. Nice, dude. <laughs> but, uh, I was completely on board and like I neglect and and never show um, what I'm truly passionate about in those tests because I don't want that. 
it goes all the way back to like trauma as a child. When, when your first words aren't, Hey, I love you. You're valuable. You're important. When your first words you hear are, you're a piece of shit, you're worthless, and you're never going to amount to anything that stays with you. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, I'm two. <laughs> Thank you. Fuck. But, uh, I went there and, and so many assessments and like, I told her, I'm like, please don't make me do math. She's like, I'm sorry, you got to do math. It's like, I suck at math. Practice. Here's <laughs> yeah. the, I've been fucking Khan Academy. Yeah. Started with kindergarten math because I'm probably going back to school. Hell yeah. Early math. You got to practice math. Yeah. We, it's built on steps. We're, we are horrible at math as a nation. And that math fear is yeah. for real. Oh, it's so huge. You just got to So huge. It. Yeah. It goes all, I mean, it goes, I can find so many times. And um, right now I still remember I went to selection without doing that, um, that uh, the assessment test, like the English comp and all that. So my buddy, uh, Vinny Ventrice and I were same unit. uh, Amazing dude. I missed that guy. Like, God, just the one that got away. Mm. (laughs) I love, love my Vinny Ventrice, but we're sitting in line. We're, crushing selection i remember him looking at me he's like hey uh we're about to take that test huh I'm like, yeah oh good to know you <laughs> like we had no we did not have any confidence in passing that because math yeah and then we both passed it uh and i remember like i'll never forget this cadre because i go in there when you know you sit down to your selection assessment he's like all right let's take a look at how you did and uh, he's like, hey, you know, here's a bullseye. We want every candidate to be like yeah. right in here. Yep. And uh, it shows here's this, here's this, and here's your math. And my math is like, wait, wait, the fuck off. And, flyer, he's like, dude. and he's like, so what do you want to be? 18 Delta. All right, 18 Bravo. Yep. <laughs> Spanish. <laughs> and to make matters worse, when I got to the Bravo course, the instructor was like, hey, uh, here's a supplemental math book. Oh man, <laughs> you might want to reference that. Yeah. Like, yes. I mean, that's and okay. I did. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. Like, but it's just one of those things that's just constantly, uh, just reinforced. Like, oh, math sucks. But I took all that. Didn't give two shits how bad that was. I just had this drive to finally realize, like, I want to know what these tests will say. I'm good at. Yeah. I want to know what it says. Like I want a true because no test can really capture what's in your heart, but at least you have a metric that's based on your truth and that you're not trying to uh, game it and sure as shit, like uh, writing and all the things Mm -hmm. that I like to do, all the passions that I was like hiding, like everything that I, I would never admit to doing in a million years that I was like keeping away, like hell, even this fucking podcast, like, Never wanted to build that website. Never. I would say I was going to build it, but then I always be like, oh, I can't do it. I can't do it. I did the same thing. Yeah. I got all the information and it would just be yeah. you just your own mental block. Exactly. For sure. And uh, when I sat down there with Cynthia and she talked me through it, helped me with my resume and just showed me, showed me proof that like, you're much more than this, Danny. Like you're, you're not this, that you limited yourself. You can be this, this, and this like, I had no idea that I, I wanted, like, at the basics, at the core, I want to help anybody that's listening to this podcast, like, anything that we put out there, it's so we can help at least one person, and for some humor. 
Yeah. Because you can't save the entire world, but you can make people laugh at poop and cum jokes all the time. Trademark pending. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> but like having that guiding voice, like Cynthia to tell you like, look, look at who you are. Look what you really are made of. Like you can do this. Like, oh, fuck yeah. Like I, I can do nonprofit work. I can do a million things if I want to. And then she's like, okay, go do informational interviews. I was like, oh, I don't want to have to talk to people and tell them. Uh, and it's like, just be yourself. And it's yeah. like, yeah, you, you, you're going to have to put the work in. Yeah, for sure. But exactly. you can do it. You can do it. Dude. And it just cold contacting individuals. I never thought I would be like, oh, I'm just going to talk to this fucking CEO from this company and this company. But why not? Exactly. Why not? And like, you're charismatic. Exactly. You know, and if you sit down, I mean, with that, if you actually listen to people. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. They, they respond. <laughs> but yeah, and, and doing that and finally, you know, not even like that's fucking badass. Dude. Waiting or bracing yourself, oh, they're not gonna respond. No, people will respond. If you are genuine and you want to connect with somebody because you want to learn what they do and how they do it, yeah, they are going to respond. And it blew my mind being able to sit down and talk to guys that are doing the job that I want to do, guys and gals that are doing the job that I want to do. And it's just like and they're not only giving you the keys to the kingdom, they're pulling you right up to the table and being like, Hey, there's more than enough for everybody to eat dog. Get over here, make your dreams come true. And that blew my fucking mind. Like, yeah. like, Holy shit. Like there's not, there's just a lot of fear. Remove the fear. And the opportunities are out there. And it was just like, after that, I went back to my room and I'm like, I can build my own website. Yeah. And I did 48 hours. I built that thing. Dude, you were putting in work. <laughs> it's just like, dude, we're sitting here talking about it and talking about it. And I, it, it, it's just fear that um, I'm going to, someone will discover that I have a passion for something. I don't care. Like, I don't care. Like, I want to put my time and energy into this. I'm going to put my time and energy into this. That could be worse things. I could be out there buying and selling crack. And then giving away free crack pipes. Could you imagine that? Could you imagine if I went out there, got a position where I was influential and just started giving away crack pipes? I mean, who would do that? I mean, I've cooked crack before. <laughs> Talked about this. <laughs> Shit, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> but but, yeah. Anyway, but you, yeah. You can do whatever you want. You can do whatever you, you want. I mean, you'll go to jail. You, maybe. Right. Well, if you're not giving crack, just yeah. a pipe. Just a pipe. You fucking enabler. Right, Ryan? Nobody yeah. knew my name until I put on the bar. <laughs> oh, Ryan, that is so off left field, but we'll take it. <laughs> In fact, Ryan, give us some insight because you've been really quiet. When Russia and Cuba started talks saying that they were going to you know, work on some expeditionary deployments to, to Cuba. Wow, that's both uh, enlightening and way off topic. Thank you, Metaverse Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> Always a pleasure. <laughs> Metaverse, dude. Well, that's that's awesome. Yeah. It sounds like a great program. <laughs> it's amazing. It sounds like they're super patient and helping you discover yourself. Yeah. Oh, unbelievably patient. And to just walk you through the entire like post-military process. But I'm not even done. That's not even, that's just a fraction of the people. I I would like to know. What is it? (laughs) Did I do it? Because I I fucking just kind of. And then there's Dr. Murphy, uh, the in-house psychologist. Not only is he 
down to earth. Imagine Robin Williams from Goodwill Hunting had been in the military. Same beard. It's been a while. Yeah, oh, man. We're gonna have to pause this. That uh, Eric can go watch a movie. So we're gonna pause it. Sweet salty socks. <laughs> All right, and we're back. <laughs> I watched it. He's fucking awesome, dude. He's a he is yeah. so fucking awesome. Um, ha, you you make an immediate connection. He builds rapport, and it's before you know it, you're just like laying everything out. And he doesn't do it in a in an unauthentic way, because I mean the guy. Literally was in the military. He's been to Iraq, knows yeah. intimately what you're going through. So he knows how to approach it and has the insider perspective. Um, Is it, that's crazy that instead of like just networking for networking's sake, yeah. like you actually listen and, yeah. you know, there's other human beings you're talking to. Exactly. That you can call yeah. because you need help with something. Yeah. And it, it was. But you give a shit. Yeah. It's, it goes far. And it lets you it lets you have a time to like sit down and like read because one thing I've learned throughout this entire process, you got to revisit some shit and see how how you've dealt with it. Um, one of the best therapists I ever had, Amanda, out of uh, the local area here, she gave me a homework assignment purely for that to see like, hey, is this stuff still triggering you i remember like being being such like i'm so good i'm ready to go she's like okay here's this homework i'm like awesome you got it man i come home and i'm like you fucking bitch yeah yeah (laughs) shit shit but um yeah it's exact same way like having to like but having so much more progress going into this yeah like being able to like understand like oh man maybe this is really affecting me let's let's talk about that yeah made a lot more progress and uh that's all you can yeah. ask for is progress oh yeah you're, it's never gonna it's end. never ending yeah it's a, you're always gonna have to work on it like the story it's yep. <laughs> falcor <laughs> never ending story the rocks <laughs> right <laughs> yeah <laughs> sick <laughs> oh and you got dr robinson's uh Robinson Robinson's. I always fuck that up. Um, I swear the man used to be an 18 Delta. He is insanely, ridiculously funny. Like we were um, sitting there talking and uh, I've done a lot of work with mindfulness. Fucking been able to focus a lot more, but still had like, I would say about 20% that I was just like, yeah, it's still really hard for me to like, shut off when other people are there and I'm trying to book, trying to read my book, trying to be into something. It was like too easy. We'll, we'll get you on, on some of this medication, see if it works for you. And uh, <clears throat> he names off some stuff and I'm like, Oh, is that like provigil? He's like, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, Oh no, no, like good. Cause to us, provigil is the stuff you take to like stay up. See sound. And I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, yeah. no, no, no. I don't want any of that German, uh, Meth medicine. Yeah, I could I'd fucking manage a stack of 12 <laughs> yeah. easily. This, this is easy, dude. And we instantly go on a side note, <laughs> like making up German chats. <laughs> Just completely go off topic. And, on dust. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, dude, are you an 18 Delta? Were you a former 18 Delta? Because like, you're just too funny to be a normal doctor. Like this doesn't happen. 
<clears throat> but more than willing to like sit down and like, I know a lot of doctors hate hearing stories, but unfortunately for a lot of us, like a lot of the stuff we're dealing with, like half stories, man, like, yeah, this started when, you know, that firefight in friggin' 2017 or, or whatever. Like that's like, that's how we always relate to things. And he is so understanding and super, um, cool about it and lets you go through and any issue you bring up, like anything he's willing to listen to you and give you the best advice and get you the medication you need speech therapy. Um, everything goes back to mindfulness. And when I got there, it was like finally having a teacher. Cause I did a lot of developing and learning on my own, like little bits from text from, little bits from CBT and DBT. Like just like, Oh, here's mindfulness and how, this, how it differs from grounding. Everything else I had to put together from like John Cabot's in and like books that are not easy to like interpret Yeah. <clears throat> from day one. I walk into this badass fucking like female mindfulness teacher and like guru. And she just starts talking in straight mindfulness i'm like i understand this it was like neo in the matrix like whoa oh shit you get me yeah 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 yeah. and like it's like you have to navigate the the covid rules and stuff so we would do a lot of zoom um like student sessions like via zoom with other other um tbi clinics like down tampa and some other people and uh sitting in those it was like stepping stones like beginning of mindfulness and i was like oh shit like i know this stuff yeah 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 and like being able to like instantly engage because i went with her i went straight to her and i was like look when it comes to talking i don't know how to have conversations i just know how to people please i just know how to like like i have huge anxiety when it comes to talking to somebody when it comes to talking in groups like when it comes to like having like raise my hand and being involved, like everything is anxiety driven in the military. Everything's like yeah. memorize this and brief this exactly like to your, but Megan from like day one was like, here's the plan of action. Um, here's what we're, we're going to do. Here's what you need to read. Um, the accidental creative, like, holy cow, like being able to organize my life and put purpose into like my daily schedule Cause before I'm like running around with notebooks and like just having to do everything. Like if I have a task list, I have to do everything. Yeah. And it's like, no, there's no mindfulness in that. There's no focus in that. And your focus is not unlimited. It's yeah. This is what you got. And like, once that's gone, like how do you continue? And how do you like, she was able to tap into things that I was already doing, which is like, I'd get really into something. And then if I couldn't finish it all the way through, then it's just like, give up. Yeah. And like finally having a dedicated mindfulness teacher and help me with conversations. Like I did a lot of shit in that time that I wouldn't have been able to do without her help. Like her modality, her, her ability to teach me how to put together everybody else's treatment is what made it so successful for me. Like, nice. Cause I wanted to do everything like instantly wanted to do everything for everybody. And she's like, no, like, look, look, like here's your schedule, plug in here and do this the next day. And then you can do that. And then the next day you'll put it down here. Like I was like, holy shit. Like, yeah, that's real focus. And creativity isn't like 
a finite straight line, like creativity flows like in peaks and valleys. And when you're down in the valley, when you're not doing something, that's where you get all the spark and you get all the creativity and you're like, Oh shit. Okay. I can do that. Yeah. And plug that. And then it's like, fuck yes. Like it, it was so amazing to finally have a mindfulness guru that could teach me how to apply all the skills. Cause I can talk about breathing. I can talk about the principles of meditation, but I couldn't put the principles of it into my daily life, into working. Like I just was missing that key piece of like living mindfulness, like not having to retreat back to like these core values, but to actually keep it going throughout the day and everything that I'm doing, I was like, Holy shit. Like, this is it. Like this is, this needs to be part of every class, every, everything. And um, yeah, she ended up changing my entire views and understandings of like what I want to do with mindfulness. Like as far as like, I'm getting certified in it. Like that's like, nice. Like so it what, works for me. What did she say? She was like, at the very end, she looked at me and passed me my, uh, my lightsaber. And she said, you are now the mindfulness warrior. And it is time for you to go embark on a journey of learning and teaching. And then she disappeared. Well, what the fuck? In there. Here's the most important thing. So I don't know if you remember my notebooks of, of wisdom and knowledge. I used to carry like five or six of those bad boys. Hey man, I don't even have a notebook anymore. Yeah. Now I don't have to do that with the new iPad tracker 5,000. Everything is in my digital realm. So part of it's understanding like what you can't do cognitively anymore. And that's the Rolodex of information here. Like it's no good. Like I forget everything. So I developed this new habit of using these tools. Evernote. I did a, blog post on these apps, but Evernote, uh, OneNote and Trello and Google tasks and Google calendar are now where I put all of my data, everything that I'm working on for projects. I have my Trello boards and then my Evernote is where I keep all of our, our data for the podcast, all of our blog posts, everything, all my creative Ideas go on this, and I just sync up my calendar, and sync up my projects, and then I have GoodNote, which lets me actually write and creatively like get that ability to like write out my thoughts, write out my stories before I go into typing it up. Which for me was like the big thing. Like yeah. I couldn't, for some reason, keep everything organized in here. Like now I have a visual and tangible way of like seeing my life here, not trying to make all sense like up in my head, which does not work. Like it's without, without the calendar, without the tasks, like I'll wake up and be like, okay, make the bed. Okay, cool. I, what do I do? And then my day is just like wherever the wind blows. Yeah. Like this is like, okay, I'm going to be mindful, live purposely in this task. As soon as my timer goes off, cool, man, that's done move on to the next thing and then keep going, not having to sit into something and 
get occupied with like, for instance, like this, the podcast room, I came back to clean it out the way it would have worked last time or in the past, I would have moved everything out and then gone to the garage and been like, oh, the garage is messy. And then started working out in the garage. Yeah, yeah. And then like halfway through that, I'd be like, oh fuck, I'm in the podcast room. And then come right back to the podcast yeah. room and then try to do both at the same time. And it's like, dude. And then at the end of the day, I get like super frustrated. I haven't eaten. I haven't drank water. I'm just bouncing like restlessly from one thing to the other. Now it's like, Hey, this is my task. This is what I'm doing. Like, I don't care if the garage is messed up. That's the weekend's task. Right now, my task is the podcasting studio. Get that set up and be done with it. And like, didn't even take me a full day. Like, yes. <laughs> it's like, and then like, you just get into the office and like, because I saw myself doing it in the past, like phone rings, answer it, and somebody wants me to do something. Okay. Go do that for like three hours. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Oh man, nothing gets done. Like yeah. well, we think we can multitask. We think we can do everything like we used to. We can't like surrender and find the way to do it the right way, the way you can do it now and not have to worry about it, which was for me, like setting up those systems. Like that was, and the other big thing that I had completely lost sight of was recreation like completely lost sight of what I want to do for me. Like, what do I do for me? Like I had to sit there and think, and I was like, well, I don't, I don't like any, any hobby I had, I would get really like, I would like sabotage it. Cause I didn't want to like take time away from work or take time away from my wife. And then Andrea, the rec therapist was like, um, you kind of got to take care of yourself. And I was like, fuck I do. Like, I got work to do lady. Yeah. <laughs> but like sitting down and realizing that, you know, rec therapy is not like, Oh, you know, I, I work out. Okay. I mean, it's, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's like, well, I meditate. It's like, okay, but that's maintenance in life. Like, yeah, that's like surf- brushing your teeth. Yeah. Come surf with me, man. <laughs> Sharks are in the water, Eric. They fucking are dude. <laughs> yeah. Big ones. Fuck that. Yeah, well, you know. Ciao. <laughs> but yeah, uh, and then getting a getting a chance to um, get on the recumbent bike, which is like every time you see one as an able-bodied person, you're like, fucking. Oh, is that the? Um, yeah. Yeah. You're like, whatever. Do you have a flag? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, I did. And it was awesome. Yeah. So much fucking fun. Yeah, you're having fun. Yeah. Fuck them. And guess what? My back doesn't hurt. I don't have to be scared about falling because of balance. Nice. Like, nothing. My feet didn't hurt. Like, it was so much fucking fun. It's, and, a, it's amazing when you start taking care of yourself. Yeah. And you don't let what other people think about you. Exactly. Affect you in your decisions. Unless, of course, it's going to be you know, negative interaction. Yeah. Like you can't be an asshole. Exactly. That's not a recreational therapy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I'm going to do this because it's going to be good for me. And I don't Go know. outside and be an asshole. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. But the other thing, um, photography, mm. I got to show you some of the pictures I've taken. So fucking proud. Um, I've tried taking pictures and like allowing myself to be artistic. And every time I've done it before in the past, 
get rid of the camera, sell it, and like put it away and be like, oh, I'm not artistic. I can't do that. That's not for me. I'm not that guy. And uh, Andrea's like, hey, get your wife to send you your camera. And I did. (laughs) Those two. And the first time I went out, I was like, oh, God, like, I'm a weird guy walking around taking pictures. And like, no, you're fucking doing therapy. Let go. Just do a hundred shots. Take a hundred shots. Just go out there and take photos. And the moment I just allowed myself to just be yourself. Yeah. I, it was so much fun. That's crazy. Like, huh? Just riding around on a recumbent bike with my camera around my neck, just taking pictures. And you, cause fuck it, dude. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, and understanding that, like, yeah, I, I have the ability to express myself and to enjoy things. There's nothing wrong with that. No. There's absolutely nothing wrong you with that. You are not hurting anyone yeah. doing any of those So things. Darth Vader. God, Ryan, that's so inappropriate. Not the right time for that. God. Metaverse, Ryan. I think, I think that's just everybody has. Yeah. I know I do, too. With I'm going to do this. Oh, my God. What are people? Yeah. The people. What do people think? What are yeah. people going to think? Yeah. I'm not out there murdering babies. No. Taking pictures. Yeah. It's good. So what if it's in the public bathroom? Yeah. And it's not like you're yelling at people while you're doing it either. No, you're get the fuck away from me. You know? Being real you're, quiet. You probably have a smile on your face. Oh, I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and if you fucking run into someone, will you fucking take like, well, see you yeah. later. <laughs> and another, another great moment yeah. uh, from my wise Jedi teacher, Megan, uh, I went out one morning and it was really dull, really cloudy. And I'm like, there's nothing to take a picture of. It's just, eh. and you know, like a good Jedi master, her voice came in my head. It's like, stop being a fucking dickhead and just take pictures. I was like, Oh yeah, you're right. And I just like allowed myself like, okay, I'm going to walk and I'm going to just be present in the moment. And I started seeing so much shit. Cause at first you're like, Oh, it's cloudy. It's cold. And I'm like, deep breath. It's just weather. Yeah. I'm here. I'm in the moment. Like, yeah. and everything like, dude, everything started like changing for me right there in the moment. Like, Oh, that old birdhouse. Like that seems like something I'd like to capture. It just looks cool. It looks raw. Like just dilapidated. Like, yeah. I was just taking regular photos of just everyday objects. And I found so much fun in that so much enjoyment. And when I allowed myself to, I saw there were other people out there doing the same thing. Old veterans doing the same thing. Yeah. Like an old guy was like, I, I came out here when the spring was taking a pictures of those. And I'm like, Fuck yeah, random old dude. Thank yeah. you. Like just enjoying the same space and having the same experience. And it's like, man, like how many times did I miss out on this? Like, oh, it's all right. Yeah. Doing it now. Doing it now. Yeah. Oh. So and in a nutshell, that was my experience. Um, but yeah, if I, if I have to say my favorite teacher, uh, all of them were my favorite, but. My Jedi Master Megan, thank you for everything. Um, very influential in that time and being able to understand, like, okay, mindfulness is not just something that I want to talk about. Like, I really want to learn it. So it's like, all right, I'm going to get certified in it. Like, how does one get certified in mindfulness? Well, there is an institute where you can go do it in person. Mm-hmm. 
and it costs a lot and you have to bring in a sacrifice. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, <clears throat> preferably human. Here I am. Yeah. So metaverse Ryan will be my tribute. Oh no. Yeah. Um, yeah. Good. Yeah. I mean, it's his purpose. Yeah. Get rid of him. <laughs> no, John Cabot Sim. Uh, there's uh institute online. You can do it online. You can do it in person certification, but uh, COVID rules are still. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to just get my certification online and uh, I think I'm going to do yoga as well. Cause that's another thing that oh, nice. uh, I really enjoyed with Andrea was yoga was badass at Laurel yeah, Ridge. It was. And dude, why not? Like, yeah. You know how many funky not? sex positions you can get into? You start doing yoga? Yeah. <laughs> Let's get weird. <laughs> Please. <laughs> I'm just going to start my own online yoga uh, academy. Well, fuck it. That's actually the name of it. <laughs> yeah. But seriously, if you like, why yeah. not? Why not? Like literally being there allowed me to like get out, out of my head about telling yourself, no, yeah, can't, can't like, why, why can't I? Or, I or self-sabotage. Yeah. Like I remember the, when we first came up with the idea for the podcast, we're like, yeah, yeah, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. And then I, I was like, well, you know, we'll, uh, we'll develop some episodes. Then we'll really, and I remember Greg and Paul, I think it was Greg. I was like, we just need to release. We just need to release them. We just need to post them out there. If we don't, it's going to be so outdated. People aren't going to get like, by the time we do release it, people are going to be like, oh, that should happen like five months ago. Five days ago. Like, dude. <laughs> and, uh, and the thing is that the more I've done fucking audio production classes or, or study podcasting stuff, everybody, everything says like, it all says the same thing. It's like, just do it. Just start doing it and figuring it out along the way. The people that are like raising the money to like put together a giant studio or buy all the equipment, like, dude, just do it. Whatever it is that you're passionate about, writing a book, doing poetry, whatever you want to do, just go out there and just fucking do it. It's so easy now. Everything's like, if you have questions on how to do something, find it on YouTube. Or my OnlyFans page. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Premium content. Premium content. All foot picks. I mean, why not? We fuel this entire thing off Poshmark. The entire thing has been... Hey, Ryan thinks all his clothes are being stolen. <laughs> well, he's right. But I'm the one taking yeah. them and sunk. Yeah. He has no shirts. No. He still uses a clothing line. And he wears panties. <laughs> which is cool, man. It's cool, dude. But we're selling them. We are. We are. There's nothing you can do about it because now you don't even occupy the physical realm. You're in the metaverse, Ryan, and all your physical things belong to us. <laughs> what do you say about that? Sure. They should definitely get back together and make a movie. Though. It'd be like way out of context, not even usable. God, whoever decided that algorithm is just the worst, Ryan. He's doing it again. Oh man, that's Stop it. just out. Yeah. That, that, but yeah. Can, like that kind of thing being released. Oh, dude. And everyone kind of takes us, like, 
Are we all kind of on the same page? Like, oh, this is bad. It can't. What, what good is going to come from this? Nothing. You, you know what I mean? You're going to falsify your life. Exactly. Or, you you got to spend more money to buy digital avatar clothing. Bro, yeah. Clothing itself is fucking yeah. getting. They're going to make you buy <laughs> digital food to feed your Yeah, avatar. what the fuck, dude? <laughs> You can't. You can't. You can't eat that. It's like a Tamagotchi pet. <laughs> when that thing die. Yeah, but you. <laughs> Digital Ryan needs more food. Jesus, Fuck him. he's turning us into. That's weird. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, so man. weird. But yeah, uh, because the Star Program is available to active duty service members and veterans, I am going to post all the information that you will need. But if you're a veteran right now and you can't wait for the blog post and you can't wait for the information, go to your VA, talk to your VA um, provider team and tell them that you want to seek help and treatment for your TBIs or other trauma and you want to go to the STAR program. Now, there's one in San Antonio, in Richmond, and in Minnesota, and I believe one more place. And all that information I'm going to drop on our website, securityhalt.com. I'll also continue to update our sub stack. Um, I haven't been updating it since I've been gone. But I mean, honestly, why go to sub stack when you can just go to our website? You know, cut the middleman out. Oh, shit. I'm, I'm it's putting a fucking domain name. Dog, yeah, I'm dot giving com, you dude. everything you need at the click of a button. So securityhall.com, scroll through resources, go look through the blog post. And I'm going to drop one about the star program. And how you can get all the amazing care that I received for free. Because the government owes it to you and me. Kind of yeah. rhymed. And you owe it to yourself. Yeah, you owe it to yourself. You You're worth it. And for sure. Let me just dispel this one last rumor. Um, we always think like, oh, that there's all that money could go to a, another person. I don't want to take resources from anybody. You're not ever going to take food or resources from any other veteran for seeking help. It's for you. It's for you. The, the, it's specifically <laughs> All of for us. you. I me. know this because I have <laughs> talked and sat down and, and had conversations with a lot of um, nonprofits, a lot of people that whose life mission and work is to go on our behalf and talk to people or government officials to get more money and get information about getting more support for us. And the first thing they always tell me is, Tell your friends, tell your people that we have so many resources. All they have to do is apply. Well, I'm making it even easier. Again, go to securityhalt.com. If you see any nonprofit on that page, on the information that says for active duty service members or veterans, I have looked, I've dug into them. I have done my homework. I have looked at all the other sites that recommend them. And if there is an organization that's worth their weight, and gold, I've put on that website. Start applying. Start connecting. You are not taking resources or money or anything from anybody by advocating for yourself. You deserve this. You deserve to get help. You deserve to get help. And your family deserves. There are organizations that are there to support you and your wife and your kids. The Independence Fund is one of them. Independence Fund is one of the biggest nonprofits that actually puts a lot of time and effort in supporting the caregiver. So if your wife's having a hard time, 
if you know your wife has to not only take care of the family, but also take care of you, get in touch with the Independence Fund and get some help today. I don't get paid by any of these people, which brings me to my next point. If you go to securityhall.com today, I will give you some of Ryan's money. I'm not requesting any money from you, but I am just telling you, I will give you some of Ryan's money if you go to our website and get it popular. So maybe, maybe, maybe Google will throw me a couple of dollars or two, but yeah, check us out. Oh, fun fact. We're not owned by the Taliban anymore. We're actually owned by a company out of St. Petersburg, Florida. There's more coming on that, but yeah, we're now owned by Americans. Oh yeah. We're moving up in the world. And, uh, thank you for your service. Yeah. No matter what you did. No matter do. what or you did or do. Yeah. I, Guy or gal. Appreciate it. For real. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for stopping by. Yeah. We missed you. I missed you. Missed you a lot. Yeah. In fact, after this episode, it's all said and done. I say we connect in the metaverse. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. And you know, just hang out for a little bit. Just me, you, and Meta Ryan. You know, go shopping for some new Skirts. avatar clothing. <laughs> and bunny ears. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in to the Security Hall Podcast. Uh, we love you and hope you have a great day or night or afternoon. Baby.